Longhorns 24-7. You've seen him over the years. Used to be my uh, Dallas Morning News colleague. Uh, and, Chip, last night um, you had the um, the breaking news that Texas was making the decision to uh, they would be uh, offering the job to Rodney Terry, and obviously today it all is leading that way. Um, welcome to the program, and uh, have you made it? Uh, have you made it back into uh, Austin after the uh, boy the the Longhorns? That was a uh, that was deflating for Longhorn fans. What happened uh, yesterday? Yeah, that really was. Um, they were twenty-two and zero when leading at halftime going into that game mm. and just had done such a good job of closing out games. I think, you know, not having Dylan DeZue really caught up to them in that Miami game because they are just so aggressive and, and they, they got Texas spread out a bit and, and drove guys one-on-one and, uh, man, they got to the foul line a ton, 28 times in the second half, uh, 32 total uh, to 15 for Texas. And, um, you know, they were trying to, they were trying to fight wolves with, with, uh, you know, plastic knives in there. It felt mm. like um, Timmy Allen and, and Brock Cunningham trying to do battle with, you know, North Chad O'Meara and Jordan Miller and Miami's cast of six Niners. But um, uh, great game, really fun, fast-paced game. A lot of alley-oops, you know, kind of a little bit of a throwback there for a minute when they were trading baskets to that Louisville-Houston five-slamma-jamma stuff. But um, it's, uh, you know, a great season for Rodney Perry. Yeah. You know, I've talked mostly. He, you know, he reminds me a little bit of Jerome Tang in that, you know, he's a positive guy. He's he's all about, you know, building that relationship with his with his players. And man, they really responded for him, and and uh, they just ran out of gas. They they needed all hands on deck. They didn't have them, and I thought it was impressive they beat Xavier without Dizou, um, because they had Jack Nunji, the seven footer, and. Um, you know, Texas just, they were, they had such a sense of mission about this and got off to such a good start yesterday. It was surprising to see them, uh, not have an answer finally. Yeah. And, uh, they Texas. I mean, I really thought they had the thing under control, even like you say, with all those big guys, but Miami hung around long enough and there they came. Isn't that interesting? Like San Diego state has one game similarly, like they're down, they're down ten. You kind of almost in your mind start to think, okay, this other team's going to advance, and they hang around long enough, and then they jump back into the game. Houston did it once. Uh, they were down by ten at halftime in a game before they got the Sweet Sixteen, and they fought back and got back in it. So it is, uh, it's interesting to watch. Chip Brown, who had the news even in the past hour that uh, Texas has reached a five-year, fifteen point three million dollar contract agreement with Rodney Terry um, uh, to be the Longhorns' new basketball coach. Chip, I think you and everybody knew this sort of, as, after they made the Sweet 16, this was going to have to happen. This needed to happen. And, uh, and, I, and I think Crystal Conti was 
getting a lot of pressure, and people are like, what are you waiting on? What are you waiting on? And I guess we'll always wonder, I don't think, you know, if he had had the contract already done, that would have been the difference in them beating Miami. Um, but it is interesting that they he waited like he did, Crystal Conti. I mean, I, I get the sense that if they hadn't have made the Sweet 16 chip, that it was 50-50 whether he was going to be the head coach at UT. Does that seem like a fair assessment to you? Yeah, I mean, the Sweet 16 was sort of the deal closer. And um, and I wrote that uh, at the time. And, and the UT administration was ready to move on Terry, but they didn't want to do it during the tournament because the team had been so focused and they didn't. And I don't think Terry wanted it to be about uh, Rodney Terry. It, it, in in the lead up to one of those games, and I get that. I had the information um, a night earlier and was talked out of running it because it could have been a distraction. Um, and you know, fine. So I run it the next day and and uh, after the after the game, and um, you know, I think Rodney Terry handled himself uh, really well, and he. You know, this is a departure, though, Matt. You're right. I mean, Texas is usually a big game hunter, and for good reason. I mean, this is a tough job. It's got a glare that you can see from space. Uh, If you don't know who you are and exactly how you're going to handle things, you'll get exposed. Shaka Smart tried to, you know, graduate to that major um, level and, and was learning on the job, and it was a disaster. Um, he went back to the mid-major level where he's totally comfortable and, you know, had Marquette uh, as a two-seed. So this job's not for everybody, but Rodney's been in it as a an assistant to Rick Barnes for nine years, helped recruit, you know, guys like LaMarcus Aldridge, Tristan Thompson, Corey Joseph, Jordan Hamilton. And he goes off and is a head coach at Fresno State, and I had an interesting conversation with Steve Fisher the former Michigan and former San Diego State coach. Uh, of course, he led Michigan to that 89 national title as an interim coach. And he said, I think people are going to look at Rodney's track record and say, uh, but he said, you've got to look uh, closer. He said the Fresno State program he inherited had four losing seasons before he got there, and he ended up having four 20-plus wins in seven years. And UTEP, same thing, two straight losing seasons under Tim Floyd. You know, it took a, a year to, to get it going. But then, you know, look at the players he brought to UTEP. Um, you know, uh, he brought Sule Boom, who ended up being Xavier's leading scorer, uh, the Bryson Williams kid who ended up at Texas Tech and helped them get to the Sweet 16 last year. And, um, you know, Rodney has an eye for talent and, in stepping up to Texas, he gets all the resources he needs, the staff that he wants, um, some of whom will probably stay on from the staff that he coached with here in the NCAA tournament. And then, you know, he'll be able to recruit more easily. He won't have to sell that guy on Fresno over, you know, a bigger school or sell UTEP to a guy over that bigger school, especially now with the transfer portal. So, um, and Rodney helped bring these guys in, you know, the guys, the five fifth year seniors who are leaving the, you know, Timmy Allen's and Christian Bishop and Marcus Carr and Serge Barry Rice. He was, he was the guy on Serge Barry Rice. And that 
you know, that guy was so much fun to watch this year. So I think it's going to be a, a, a great opportunity for Rodney and, and knowing him, you know, he'll, he'll seize the moment and, and uh, let's see what he can do with it. We'll never know, will we, who they would have gone after. Uh, you, you talked about the big name Hunter uh, with uh, with Cal, you know, and that's just te- the way at Texas. When a football opening, it, when there's about to be a firing, what do they think? Well, let's go get Saban. Let's go get you know the monster names. I guarantee you, <laughs> boy, people would have been moving to go get Coach Cal, especially with with what's kind of happened at Kentucky. You know, he's obviously got a little bit of pressure on him these days. But uh, it would have been somebody. I even heard Jerome Tang's name being bandied about as a possible, and I, I that would have been horrible for K State. But. Uh, Jerome would have had to think about it. My gosh, if they came in there with that kind of money. Now, they get Rodney Terry at a reasonable, and, of course, it's way more than he was making as an assistant, but that's not, uh, the, you know, the deal that you're reporting, that's not just a, I mean, again, it's a great deal, but it's not like blow them away, number one money in the Big 12 or, or, or SEC or something like that. Right. I mean, Beard came in at, you know, five million a year for for seven years. Of course, they fired him with cause. Um, you know, one in a one in eight games, one season in eight games into that deal, um, and and so, you know, I think it's a fair market value. Obviously, it's it's the number that made uh, Rodney Terry say yes because he was getting interest. Um, from other jobs and to his credit and Texas was fully aware of that. They, they knew his, his stock, you know, people were like, why didn't you give him a job after the big 12 tournament? Well, his, his value went up and he made more money by not, you know, getting a deal after the big 12 tournament and Texas was happy to pay it. So, um, you know, good, good situation all around for, for Rodney Terry. All right. Well, it's um, it's and do you think the what, what do you sense talking to Chip Brown from twenty four seven Horns twenty four seven? What do you sense from the fan base? Was there so much excitement over this run and and the appreciation over that? I would think that and you can't ever make everybody happy, but you you feel like the majority of the fan base is pretty excited and and. As it as it continued to go this direction, are more than thrilled to uh, to to have Rodney Terry. What are you sensing is kind of uh, the reaction to this hire? Well, you know how this goes, mostly. They're happy the day of the press conference, and that'll probably <laughs> be tomorrow. But you know, they want to know who's coming back because that was the weird part of the locker room last night. Was man, nobody was you know, talking about the future plans. I mean, everybody, and listen, in the age of the transfer portal, that's a smart way to go. I've had agents tell me that, you know, if you've had a good year, you should always say you're thinking about going into the portal to get the NIL money up or get it right. Um, But, you know, the guys who could come back, Tyrese Hunter, uh, Dylan DeZue um, is a senior, but he has a COVID year. We'll see. Um you know, Arterio Morris, Dylan Mitchell, and then they had some guys redshirting this year. And then, you know, they've got Ron Holland coming in the five-star. they got two five-stars coming in. So, you know, do all those guys come back? And 
what's the staff look like? I mean, you know how this is mostly it's, it's now you're proving it day in and day out. How, what is the recruiting class and the portal look like? And is Texas winning those battles? So um, Rodney Terry's going to go right under that microscope immediately. And like I said before, you better know uh, exactly how you're doing things and have, have your plan in place and have rhinoceros, skin and a in a you know a hell-bent mission to get uh back to the uh elite eight final four you know talk national championship because that's what texas expects and there's a 24 kid guard that they're after and baylor's after like crazy and so we'll see what happens with him on uh on lake highland's state title winning team class 6a also, the son of one of your former roommates uh, played on that team and was a starter for much of the year, the great Warren Hamilton. So, uh, some How'd excitement How do you there. do? How'd Warren do? Oh, Warren functioned very well at State, and uh, Dad was a little nervous. I was, saw him on game day of State title, and the Dad was pacing around the Riverwalk, but uh, Drew was there and ready to go for game time, and, uh, and the Wildcats pulled off a Class 6A state title i had their head coach on the radio and it was just funny because you never know like what a high school coach or what kind of downloads or numbers that'll do and uh you you would have died chip like we we got like twenty five thousand views slash downloads for that interview with a class 6a high school basketball coach and i guess it just speaks to the excitement level over something like that and the interest level especially texas high school basketball by the way have you gotten to see uh, have you spent any time around one Arch Manning? I, I've been curious. When I was at uh, spring football practice for Baylor last few days, was it pro day today? What's uh, what's what's? I know you only you know we only get like a, a portion of practice, but is is uh, is the ball coming out about like you expected it to? Yeah, and I'll tell you the guy who's who's probably the most physically impressive and the ball whistles when he throws it is Malik Murphy, who's now healthy and, and out there. Um, you know, he, he came in uh, with Quinn Ewers, freshman from California, broke his ankle in a state championship victory, uh, and then had to recover from that and had a little setback after winter conditioning. But, and that's about as much arm talent at quarterback as Texas has maybe ever had on campus at one time with yours, Malik Murphy and, and Arch Manning. And, and now, you know, the word I'm getting is yours is really, you know, getting comfortable with the offense in year two. And, and that Murphy and Manning are, are guns a blazing. I mean, they're coming, they're coming for it, but, uh, Sarkeesian really likes to have a second-year quarterback, really doesn't like having a first-year quarterback because of all the nuance and all the calls and protections and everything that go into his offense. And so, you know, I think I think it's still yours job uh, to lose, uh, but those guys are coming for him. All right, well. Lots of excitement. Great job on all the basketball and then breaking all the Rodney Terry news as I as I knew you would. And then Austin, of course, has had, while you were covering basketball, the match play comes in. 
out there at the oh. uh, venerable Austin Country Club, and I'm sure that's an event you normally love to attend, and, and obviously basketball kept you from uh, attending that great event. Yeah, the, it's mostly it's not, it's not been a problem. Texas in the NCAA tournament has not been a problem <laughs> in the past. It, it was this year. And so I missed out on that, uh, that incredible Sam Burns. What a, what a crazy semifinal, right? You had, you had Scheffler and, and Rory both in the lead, and then they both lose. And you get uh, Sam Burns just with a blowout win. But, yeah, that's a great event. I'm sad that it's, it's come to an end here in Austin. I think people love watching it on TV because visually it's such a, a beautiful course, especially all those holes on the water. So, um, yeah, they've, they've done a really nice job with that event. I know the old fogies at Austin Country Club are glad it's gone because all they care about are their tee times. But um, <laughs> it, was, it was a fun run. All right. Well, maybe now that it's gone, uh, some tee times will free up for the two of us to reconnect on like those old days when we were involved in some match play competition and you had to carry me around a course uh, called, <laughs> I think that was Cedar Crest, perhaps. And uh, uh, I, I, think, just, I, I just know <laughs> we won. We won, mostly. We beat, uh, we beat the editor. That's all that matters. Sam Burns, by the way, I love this tweet about him. Yesterday, as he's, as he's headed toward a victory, he was eating a snack. What do you think it was, Chip? It was an Uncrustables, like something a, a six-year-old would be eating. Oh, my. And that's the snack he was having, was an Uncrustable sandwich. Yeah, because, you know, these kids don't like the crust on their peanut butter jelly sandwiches. Oh, right out loud. <laughs> eat the crust, eat the skin on the fish, eat the potato skin, for crying out loud. That's where all the, all the nutrients are. That's right. That's right. Spoken like a good... Austin man who knows that restaurant scene. Uh, all right, um, Chip, great stuff. I appreciate it. Um, take a break at some point. I mean, my gosh, you got a you got a news conference to cover now, and then maybe maybe you can take a deep breath. Okay. Yeah, spring football, and then uh, April fifteenth about the Masters. Uh, we'll take a breath. All right, that's that's always a great time. And uh, one of the great TV watching experiences out there. Chip, I appreciate it. I'll talk to you soon. All right, mostly. Be good. All right, there he goes. Chip Brown from Horns 247, 247, and uh, broke the original news that this thing was happening for certain, Rodney Terry, and then today has the contract information on that. And that's.